0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go
2: Cowboys! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand
1: Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry! Sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the
2: touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker. And Kyle Yeomans.
1: It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. It is the final bi-week episode of the podcast as we head into a little bit of a break Thursday, Friday, no podcast, and then, of course, no game on Sunday, and then we'll be back here on Monday with the normal crew, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey-Walker, and myself, but today we've got the mix-up crew one more time, Brian Broaddus and Nate Newton joining us here on Talking Cowboys. How are we doing?
0: I'm doing great. Doing great. Really have, uh, enjoyed yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Mom gave a big thumbs up after the show. She said, "Boy, that was really entertaining." She said, "You two were outstanding," and I was a little subpar. I need to pick oh, up my game. So I don't know about. that. I'll try that. and pick it up this week. No, I'll I tell you what. <laughs> it, it's 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 a lot of fun. I think Derek Eagleton said it best yesterday when I was listening to a little bit of their podcast. Mm-hmm. He was talking about sometimes you get in that bubble. Where everybody tends to have the same opinion, and it's nice to be to go out and get another opinion or hear another view, and I I, I love doing that. I love working with you guys, whether it's the draft show or back in the day when we did pre and post game shows together. But it's just nice to hear a different opinion on something that you might have been a little dug in on. Yeah, and you're like, you know what? Nate's right about that. Kyle's right about that. You know, it kind of it, it's it's a good way, and I think I think the listeners benefit from that.
1: Oh, I got a lot of compliments yesterday about the the pairing of you two on the show, and they love Patrick and Isaiah too. And everybody brings their own different opinion and different personality mm-hmm. to the show but that makes up it it's fun it I love fun. doing this every year yeah. and, and Nate I mean you're smiling over there you, you must have had a good day yesterday too Yeah.
2: well I'm just trying to figure out man neither one is us you are who you are but <laughs> I don't have dreads he don't have dreads I mean, I'm just trying to
0: figure is he see Patrick because I'm you know you <laughs> know it's funny it's funny you say that it's like it's like my mom was telling me this. It was funny. Right. My mom is one of my biggest critics, uh-huh. and she listens to everything. And she says when you get people together that have lived it, you know, yeah. when you get people like me on the personnel side and then Nate is a former player, right. you know, you when you live things, you could kind of – you know, you know, I'm not always clear about how I say it. Right. But when you, you I, listen, this is why I'm telling you this. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure today we're going to talk about the trade deadline. I got to live that. Uh, I think there was a little disappointment on my end from that whole thing, but I, I think the experience of of the room is always unique. You know, and and I think that's what's cool about it. Six-time Pro
1: Bowler and three-time Super Bowl champion. Got me by out. two Super Bowls there. Yep, yeah, yeah, you he, got a Super took, Bowl He champ took a couple here. from
0: us there in Green Bay. We were never good enough to play with that crew. <laughs> wow, not to play with Nate, right? Yeah, no, Nate just wore old. Gilbert Brown out. Yeah, yeah, man,
2: we had fun. It was, it was glory days, man. A lot of fun. They'll be back. Let's they'll be back. they'll come back yep. soon, man. Mm-hmm.
1: No doubt about it. It was funny the other day when, when I said that you guys were coming on the show because it's mentioned you, you. It's funny you mentioned the dreads. Both Patrick and Isaiah were like, so I guess you just kicked off the guys with the dreads yeah. and you're bringing yeah. in Brian and Nate. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So uh, let's get after the trade deadline a little bit because I, I think you said it best a second ago, Brian, that... A little bit of disappointment on your end back in the day, and a little bit of disappointment, I think, from Cowboys Nation. There was no trade made at the deadline. Anyways, of course, I go out and get Jonathan Hankins prior to the trade deadline, but as far as yesterday goes, we thought maybe a wide receiver, maybe another playmaker, another
0: value player. No move made. What are your thoughts? Well, if you're a fan of the Miami Dolphins, you're probably pretty excited (laughs) because they went super aggressive on you yesterday. It was good to see, I think, with them moving the trade deadline back, Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of helped things. I think teams get to the point, the halfway point of the season, and they're like, we're two and six. We're not going anywhere. Or, man, we need to make a big move. And, you know, if you believe the reports of Albert Breer and others who cover this league so well, that. The Dallas Cowboys were in on the Brandon Cooks thing. Brandon Cooks, we were starting to learn, wasn't at practice, uh, you know. So you are thinking, well, maybe the, the the Texans were working on something there. Uh, it sounds like to me, and in, in reading into what Brandon Cooks said afterwards, that he felt like that he was told that he was going to be traded, and so you know that's. Nick Seriani and those guys down there at, uh, you know, uh, Nick Serio, excuse me, down there in uh, in uh, Houston, you know, were probably trying to get this thing done. The word was Dallas was in on it. They couldn't agree on the, you know, you, you get guaranteed money. You know, there's all these things that kind of happen. And, and I know Cowboy fans are going, well, there they go. They're going to tell us about guaranteed money. They don't want to pay this, don't want to pay that. You know, I'd like to have seen him try. I, I think they tried. I just, I mean, the 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 money aspect of it always is going to be a hangup here because they've got other guys they have to sign. You know, I understand rolling over cap and stuff like that, and you know, and they they let go of a twenty million dollar receiver last uh, last year. You know, with yeah. Amari Cooper, and were they interested in adding an eighteen million dollar receiver? Well, I don't think that was, you know, there was a initially, yeah, there was some thought about that, but. You know, until you really sit down and visit with people afterwards, and share a beer with them or whatever, and say, "Hey, how did that thing really roll down?" And I'm I'm sure in the in the coming days we'll hear this happened, this happened, this happened, and we'll have a little bit clearer picture. But I wish they would have been able to do something because adding Cooks I think could have helped. Yeah, able to give you an explosive player on the outside, and you know maybe maybe this now is their explosive players get Turpin going. Maybe He's, that's maybe that's the explosive player that they need to get going. Well, Cooks is arguably one of the
1: most underrated wide receivers in the entire league.
0: Been traded for a lot of ones. Yeah,
1: he's he's definitely <laughs> benefited from from yeah. bouncing around and still kept his his explosiveness. But yeah. Ed Warder yesterday was the the first one that I had seen yeah. the, the tweet, and he said two sources directly involved tell me that the Cowboys and the Texans dis- discussed a potential trade involving wide receiver Brandon Cooks until the final minutes before the NFL trade deadline expired, draft pick compensation, and the eighteen million dollar game. Guaranteed salary for Cooks in 2023 could not be resolved in time, so they were close. They were trying. At least that's the report. What,
2: what, what would it have been? A two? A three? Probably a probably a two. At least
0: a two.
1: Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. See, this, that might be where the 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 line was drawn, and the see, Cowboys did not really step over it.
0: This is where they let go of a second round pick yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was yeah. talking to people on Twitter this morning about that. I'm like. Well, maybe they didn't want to give up the two. I'm glad they didn't do it, and I'm thinking you just let a two go yesterday.
2: And you got a a three that can't catch a ball.
0: Yeah. See, see, that's (laughs) that's that's, that's, no, that's that's that's, right now. That's a very fair point. (laughs) Nate coming in, slinging
2: fire today. I like it. uh, This is what you know. You know, I'm sitting over here. You know, just not saying nothing, (laughs) but But, saying a lot. (laughs) But I don't need any more. To see our receivers not play big, okay. mm. inconsistent. Because what you said was, whatever the re- the money, the picks, we are staying pat. Yeah, and that's why you heard me say yesterday, what is my biggest? If I can have Christmas today,
0: yeah, discipline. Yeah,
2: because that's that's, that's what your you're present
0: saying. today. You hope. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs>
2: that's what you're saying. I didn't get these guys out there because we believe that with Jack at the helm we have guys coming back, yeah. guys getting better and this is what we got and we're good enough to get into the second round of the playoffs. With not 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 in the first we're good enough to be in the second round competing for the NFC championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're saying. So the how tough is
1: it on this coaching staff, Nate, to, to bring that present and put it at the doorstep of every player in that locker room? Because they didn't make a move. Instead, right. they actually decreased technically their talent because they, they let go of Tristan Hill, makes a roster spot. Sure, that's a whole different conversation. But how tough is it for this coaching staff to say, okay, we didn't make a move. Now go out and let's figure this thing out from a wide receiver standpoint. Because I think that's the position most people are looking at. Jimmy would have
2: stood up and his- if Jimmy would have let it pass, uh-huh. Jimmy would have stood up and told us, fellas, I am telling you, you are good enough to win it all. Yeah, That's what you just said. Yeah, huh? Because if I could have found a player that could replace Nate at that left guard, I would have gave up the one, the two, and the three because that gives me the best chance to win. Right. So we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So we are saying we are going to win with with you guys. So now they throwing the pressure back on the players.
0: Do you think that's the case, Brian? No, he's absolutely right. And you know, I, I think what's interesting is though that you did put the pressure on the players because you didn't get the deal done. But if Ed Warder's report, and I don't think I think Ed does an excellent job, I mm-hmm. think Albert yeah. Breer, I think there's people that cover this team that do excellent work. I don't think Ed Warder's throwing that out there with all those details. To me, they tried, mm-hmm. and to me, now you maybe created a little doubt. You said, "Okay, we tried, but now it's on you because right. we couldn't get it done." Right, right. You yeah. know, and that's the thing that I, I, I don't know how that's going to play. You know, I, I think adding, I think adding. I, I know from my own experience. Again, here's the guy that lived it. We we got Andre Risen the Super Bowl year. And we really didn't need Andre Risen. We had Robert Brooks and Antonio Freeman, and you know, we had Keith Jackson. We had right. legitimate players. Uh, you know, Dorsey Levin, we had guys. But we felt like if we added Andre Risen, that would put us over the top. That would give us the ability to compete against Dallas and San Francisco and people like that. And games that Andre Risen played for us, we were 8-0. Wow. The five, five regular season games and then the three playoff games. So those you know sometimes you you say if we could just add that one more piece, but now this is the battle cry. And Nate's right. the battle cry is we didn't add anybody and we're gonna get some guys back, whether it's Tyron Smith, James Washington, you know, uh, you know Basham, mm-hmm. you know that's that's the battle cry now. We're gonna add pieces from within in order to to make this run. Do you feel like they're good enough to make a run with those, with those yeah, pieces added? I do, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I wanted them to add, I wanted them to add an impact player, and I think Cooks could have been an impact player. Sure. I, I was, I was not trying to limit myself to say, oh god, they got to have a wide receiver. Now they determined they needed a wide receiver. Now I, we haven't heard if any other names that they were maybe, but that was the one name that we did hear. So they determined that okay, if we can maybe add this piece, this will be. I, I think that. I think Jerry Jones has this right. I think he has it right after Sunday's game when he looked at his own team and he looked at the conference and he said, you know what, we're competing against Philadelphia here right now. We're competing against the Vikings right now. We're not competing against Tom Brady. Now, I should include San Francisco in this because I think San Francisco's legitimate. But Jerry Jones is looking, it's like, Tom Brady's not in this thing right now. Nope. Aaron Rodgers isn't in this thing right now. You know, th- those are those are the roads you've had to travel the last couple of years. And I, I, he, he probably feels like he's got just as good a chance of getting to the Super Bowl, you know, and in battle in either Kansas City or, I mean, the AFC has it tough. You have a Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo. One of those three teams is going to probably emerge out of all that mess. And it's going to be a tough team, but you know your your path to victory, your path to the Super Bowl likely will go through Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to have a chance to play them again end of the year, and potentially play them again if you can, uh, you know, find a way to win a couple playoff games.
2: And, and the thing that you got to, you can't lose. This is the thing. We we down to the Philly. Am I correct? Yeah. Well, one and a half. Yeah. Technically, yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to say down two because they beat us. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And and at the end of the year, we got to either – they got to lose two. Mm -hmm. So that game can mean something. Yeah. But if they stay at one and a half all the way through, what does that game mean in the end? Yeah. We got to keep – you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Was that – was a a possible player, adding a player that you said, could have gave us that? See, because – I know this in my heart. I've seen it. We've seen it. If, if we were fortunate enough to get a wide receiver with the impact that we needed, C.D. Lamb becomes alive again mm-hmm. because he becomes our number two guy. And He becomes alive again. Either that,
1: or one or one, yeah. one A yeah. and one B, because C.D. Lamb could be just as talented as Brandon Cooks. Talent, could don't, maybe use that talent help. Talent
2: don't get it. You gotta have the production. Performance gets it, no doubt. It's, so, yeah, it's so funny. So I see, I see him. I know what he can do as a one, whatever how you want to put it, one A, one A, one B. Yeah, I see what he can do. I think you, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, you know what? It's it's funny. Timing is everything. Yes, it yeah. is. And you're a, you're a year late on your defense being the way it is. And yep. I mean, a, a year late because. Last year, you had all these guys. You had all these wide receivers. Yes, yes. And you had an offense that was going up and down. Now, they had some struggles, you know, against some good teams. Mm-mm. But they were one of the top scoring offenses in the league, one of the top offenses in the league. You know, and if you'd had this defense playing on that team, I wonder how that would have been. But, yeah, you're kind of a – you know, you're in, a, you're in a situation right now where, you know, you you're, your quarterback's back. And I think that's the number one thing that, you know, the last he's gotten better the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm hanging my hat on right now that you need kind of you need to figure out some more things with the running game. And but defensively, you know, you'll, you know, it's it's it had been nice to add a player, but you are who you are right now. And, and that's not bad. See, the thing that
2: I can't see Kyle mm-hmm. and Broadus is I, I'm talking different than everybody. Because I don't see us as a Super Bowl contender. Not yet. No, I don't. Yeah. I see us as a guy that needs to get past the first round.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's where we're stuck at. That's, that's, well, if that's you, where we're stuck at. Yeah,
0: if you don't win the division, you're likely going to play the NFC South. Sure. Which is going to be... A nine and eight Tampa team, maybe. Atlanta, Atlanta right. Tampa, uh, a nine New eight, a nine and eight uh-huh. Atlanta. Right. I think your favorite. I, I mean, I, if you catch Tampa right now, it's just a matter of how you catch teams during right. your schedule. Right, right. You catch Tampa now, you're probably putting a, <laughs> probably putting a beating on them. Yep. Okay. But anyway, I yeah. If you're the fifth seed, you're likely going to go play the NFC South. Whoever they're whoever, and I guarantee you'll be favored over anybody that you have to go play on the road against in the South. Now let's see what happens in round two, yeah. and we all know this about the divisional round—that's where the upsets happen. Sure, that's where all of a sudden number one seed gets knocked out. How did you know the Rams went from being the Rams went from being a home playoff game going on the road and then getting the NFC Championship game at home? Mm-hmm. You know that's that's how that worked. So you gotta, you know, it'd be nice to find a way to win the division, so you maybe can get that home game, you know, uh, and then maybe get the championship back to you if you can.
1: I think that's what's frustrating this whole conversation about why they didn't make a move yesterday. Because it makes sense; you you feel good about your guys, but at the same time, you're like Brian was saying, your competition through the NFC playoffs right now isn't Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Tom Brady; it's Marcus Mariota, it's Kirk Cousins, it's yeah. Jalen Hurts. I mean. Yeah. It's wide open in the NFC, so I think a lot of Cowboys fans out there are saying, why not go for it? Why not go get the Brandon Cooks and spend a little extra draft capital to go get it done? We don't know what the the offers were yet. That's the problem right now. Once we go and see the offers, if it's like, oh, we didn't want to give up a two, then maybe there's a little frustration. To
0: me, me, it's the compensation of giving up the two is... I've always said this about you. Kind of got to look at where the two is. If you're a playoff team, Mm -hmm. if Brandon Cooks gets you to where, say you get Brandon Cooks and he helps you get to where you're going to be, and say you're picking 26th or 27th, Mm -hmm. that's like that's like a second round pick because we always talk about this on the the draft show. Yeah, yeah, we always talk about this on the draft show because every year there's 16 to 20 first round grades. Yep. You're giving up a second-round pick for the opportunity for Brandon Cooks to help you, or anybody, not just Brandon Cooks, anybody that gave up a second-round pick yesterday. You're giving up that opportunity to maybe help your team win more games, and then it becomes a later and later pick. The compensation shouldn't be the problem. I can understand the money being the problem. I can understand them not wanting to take on $18 million in salary. I can understand that.
1: And Houston probably didn't want to eat a whole lot of that, anyways, because they're trying to rebuild and they're trying to retool yeah. their whole ideal. Yeah, they're they're not there. a good team. No, not at all. Now, it's funny because you, you, we keep saying second round picks. Just for context, they've had some hit some some swing and misses. That's a second good, round picks. That's some
0: good ones though. But they've they, had some good ones, but they've had some bad
1: ones. Yeah. You have uh, most recently Sam Williams, then Kelvin Joseph, and then before that you had Trayvon Diggs, and then Tristan Hill. Right. So. Swings and misses on some. You've had a home run on one of those, and that's Trayvon Diggs. Sam Williams, he looks like he's going to be a good player, so I think you feel pretty good about yeah,
0: that Yeah, I was one. surprised about Sam. You know, I was told he was going to be okay for that game. I know he hurt his knee in practice a little bit on Thursday, and yeah. then I kind of got the word that no, everything was fine there. And then he was inactive on Sunday, and I went, that kind of got my attention. I'm like, oh, that's something we find out a little something a little <laughs> bit worse but Sam Williams looks fine yeah. and and Kelvin Joseph on special teams you know the other day in the in the game that we were you know we were all watching you know he gets put in the game a couple plays first play is fine second play they give up the touchdown and stuff like that you know he, he it felt like he was in position good route good throw just you know has had a problem not getting the ball down but he's been really really good and I and I know you don't draft second round guys to play special teams mm-hmm. but but at least he's going in the right direction of learning what it is taking to be a pro. I think that's the biggest thing we're gathering from that. It's seen. It's notable. Looks like he's having fun playing football yeah. after
1: a really a terrible off season notable improvement you could see that growing in kelvin joseph over the last couple of months now let's take our first break when we come back i want to give some first half superlatives let's do five different superlatives on what you thought out of specific individuals on this cowboys roster after the first half of the season more talking cowboys right after this
2: when you build you start with the foundation and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future
3: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. You ready?
2: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
3: What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes!
1: Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Before we get started here on our second segment, be sure to keep an eye out for the multi-Grammy award-winning global superstar, Ed Sheeran, coming to AT&T Stadium Saturday, May 6th, to kick off the 2023 Mathematics Tour. Sheeran will be accompanied by special guests Khalid and Dylan. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. You're a big Ed Sheeran guy, right, Nate? on your
2: iPod. What does what he does? He's is, uh, he alternative says? is I think oh, okay. what he's t- uh, classified as. Is he rock and roll? No, uh, I wouldn't even say
0: rock country, and roll. Country? Uh, no, he's, he's uh kind of right in the he goes middle. He's
2: alternative. I, I, I don't
0: know it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, so he has some really good days and he, he has some really bad days. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of uh, one of those guys.
1: Yeah, okay. that's kind of right uh, around it. Yeah. I like Ed Sheeran specifically uh, but I just... I, I, I
2: bet I, you if he come in here he's pretty good at what he does.
1: Oh Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah, He would never believe he's a superstar by the his appearance. Okay, he's okay. got this long, like ratty orange hair, yeah. and just I mean, looks like a, it's kind of like a guy. Yeah, just
1: looks it, like a dude. But he's he's got a fantastic he, voice. But he can go. He can so go. Yeah. He can That's go a little bit. <laughs> Back yeah. here with Nate Newton and Brian Broaddus. I'm Kyle yeomans here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought, gentlemen, since the last day I have you. Let's take a, a full look back to the first half of the season. I want to give some superlatives, some awards, I guess. Okay. For this first half of the season, I've got five of them here. We're going to start with most improved player from the Cowboys roster this season. We're going to start from your expectations to start the season and where they've gotten to this point
2: right now. Most improved player for the Dallas Cowboys. Anybody come to mind? Connor McGovern. Oh yeah. Why is that? Uh, because no one has given him a chance. We we. We wanted him out as the left guard. He battled. He kept playing. We tried to get him out with with the uh with the big guy 71. He's still there. Uh he's more than just a glorified fullback. Uh he's he he's a C plus player that gives you everything he got. Evidently he studies film well and he's holding up. And, and 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 I like that type of guy. I'm that type of guy. You know, give it all you got. And that's what this kid is doing. That's what he's doing. We—I didn't have him starting, but he's starting,
0: and he's done a nice job for the Dallas Cowboys, Connor McGovern. I like that. I'll tell you what—that's a really good one. I'll stay—I'll stay on the offensive line because I never give the right tackle any credit at all, Terrence mm. Steele. I've—I've I've been on so many platforms, and people probably wondered why on so many platforms <laughs> when I have opinions <laughs> about Terrence Steele. But I'll say this though. Um, wow. I have thrown a lot of dirt on him. I, I thought he was a liability. I thought he was the his playing style was not conducive to how you really wanted to, you know, play. But you can run the ball behind him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Is he perfect in pass protection? No. Nah. But is he a liability that I thought he was? I thought he was going to get just overpowered, worked, run, run around. He's a he does a great job. If you want to we always talk about this. They run 65 plays, great 65 plays. He's going to have probably – he's probably going to have 62 pluses and three minuses. Yes. And the three minuses don't always kill you. And that's, that's a credit to offensive line play. The center's kind of the same way too. You know, Tyler Biotish yeah. in my, my mind. But, yeah, I, I, I really – I was super, super, super critical of Terrence Steele. And he is not as bad of a player – as, as I deemed him to be. And my expectations of him were zero, that maybe that Tyron Smith needed to play left tackle and Tyler Smith needed to play right tackle. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But I think they're ha- I think they're going to have to make some decisions, but it's not as cut and dry now as it once was. And that's a credit to the staff on the other side of the building,
1: too, in, in grabbing him because I remember our initial conversation about Terrence Steele. I was watching film on him at Texas Tech, Right when they signed him, and I he was heard, awful in the Senior Bowl. He was really, he was not good at all. Yeah, and I remember watching this guy, and I was hearing all of the noise that that the staff in the front office mm-hmm. they love this dude. Yeah, and I just couldn't put my finger on. I was like, what is he doing? That that, and I texted you because I yeah. was at a loss. Right, I had no idea what he was doing to where they were able to to say and point to Terrence Steele and say, I love this guy. And I remember you—you you, kind of talked about his feet, and you talked about he's a little top-heavy. Yeah. There was a lot of things that you Ballance, were saying that yeah. I was seeing on the tape, yeah. and then he comes back and he's the starter in, in 2020. Yeah.
0: fills in, did a great job. He really nicely, did. He did. and
1: then he's just grown and grown since then.
0: Yeah, you know what? He is—he deserves a lot of credit because the, you know sometimes you roll your eyes when they say he's the opposite of what Lyle Collins was. Yeah, if you talk about first in, last out. Reliable, yeah. coming to work in, work out, you know those things. I mean, and coaches sometimes fall in love with those guys. It, what What hurt me was, I, Kyle. I tell you, I
2: never, even when he was young, rookie, whatever. I, back and forth. Yeah. When you got a guy, you have big questions. You put him one place and work <laughs> yeah. it yeah. I hated that back and forth. Oh, moving him to left yeah. tackle, right I, tackle. That, yeah, that was that was such a hindrance in slowing him down. He's still a C. Pass blocker yeah. and a B plus run blocker. Yeah. He's that guy. He's that guy. But he he's willing to work. Yeah, I like it.
1: I, I think both of your names were yeah. fantastic. Can it be on
0: defense, you could think of. Real I was quick?
1: thinking Quentin Bohanna. That's kind of where I was headed there on the defensive side. You talk about a guy who six round pick, not a ton of expectation. He's come in and played well. He hasn't played off the charts, but he's he's been. A contributor on defense, and he's been in that rotation, so that's probably the name yeah. I would go
0: with. Good. I like that.
1: And then I, I also wanted to add Peyton Hendershot in there too. You're Yeah, talking that, about an undrafted
0: guy who's come in and found a role. I've I did a thing yesterday in 105.3 The Fan where I had him grade similar to what we're doing right now. Grade just a A, B, C, or D on mm. players, and I I put Hendershot and Ferguson together. I always just put them together <laughs> because you're that, right for doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then like, how would you grade Hendershot and and, and Ferguson together, they kittle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're yeah. like they, they block really yeah. well together. Yeah. They run routes well. They catch the ball when asked. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, they expi- kittle. Well, they're expectations.
1: Kiddle, yeah. <laughs> ex- Hendershot plus Ferguson equals it's kittle. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's like it. to
0: the point where you like if you really don't want to if you want to move on from Dalton Schultz and not pay twelve to thirteen million dollars, or you know if you could get a deal, they, 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 you now have that option.
1: Yeah, yeah. you now have
0: that option. Yeah, both of those guys coming in have made
1: an impact, and they found a role. What's your biggest surprise this season for
0: the Cowboys team? Anybody pop up in that regard? How well Cooper Rush played. Okay. I, I was not I, – I was like in camp, I'm thinking, Will Greer looks like a better player to me, just moving around and throwing the ball. You know, and there were a couple of times in practice where I'm watching Cooper Rush, I'm like, throw it, throw it, throw it. You know, and, you know, and, and some of the stuff – it, it, it you know give him credit because my expectations for him was once again zero. I'm thinking well maybe Will Greer runs the offense a little bit better with what how you play with the waggles and the boots and the things like that, mm-hmm. you know. But Cooper Rush coming in and winning four games you you couldn't have drawn it up any better for the Dallas Cowboys. As a matter of fact, I'm watching Dallas Stars hockey last night and Daryl Razor Ray the color commentator says you know, Wedgewood is the uh the uh uh goalie for the Stars now he's filling in and it's like he goes think of this guy as Cooper Rush <laughs> you know think of this as you know Cooper Rush you know and so that's that's kind of where you know you, you know that's how great he he did for you this
1: Cause year because the otter is out and that's your Dak Prescott oh, that's your, for, da, yeah, for that's the your goalie da, yeah exactly and then you're
0: bringing in this
1: guy yeah, and he's, yeah, he's yeah. your Cooper Rush wow Cooper he's, Rush he's, he's turned into Senator a noun. broadcast, I'm like thinking
0: that makes a lot
2: of sense <laughs> that's awesome biggest surprise Nate uh, Coach McCarthy mm, oh, along look at this. with Alone with the quarterback Yeah. because they became one hand in hand he had to protect his kid yeah you know and he and so he told his offensive coordinator don't do this to this kid yeah.
0: don't
2: don't hang him out to dry <laughs> and uh, so coach McCarthy along with Cooper Rush I think they did a magnificent job
1: I think my name kind of goes along those same r- routes and, and, and a guy that stepped up to allow Cooper Rush to be successful Noah Brown that's yeah. one of my big yeah. ones, too. Yeah. You see, you he won maybe, the
0: Cincinnati game. He absolutely yeah. did. Yes, he did. And yeah. you,
1: you could go to the defensive side of the football, maybe throw Dorrance Armstrong out there. But I, I had a lot of confidence oh, I had in I Dorrance. Dorrance
0: Armstrong. See, I, Nor, I was 50-50 because Noah yeah. – Noah, uh, 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 Cooper Rush? Cooper, well, Dorrance Armstrong and then also had, uh, Anthony Brown. Yeah, sure. Anthony Brown is not played to the level that I thought he was going to play. Mm. Let me say this real quick.
1: In a bad way, in a and negative way. I, mean, I just—he's not. Theory. I
0: thought he would be a
2: lot better. Yeah, I—I I, I give him a pass because look at the guys that are eating him up. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe last week wasn't, but he's normally facing the number two receiver. Yeah, and he's. It, yeah, it ain't a lot of great players in this
0: if league. If he's facing
1: fellas. Mike Evans, he's facing Julio <laughs> yeah. Jones. If he's I, no, I, I, it's
2: not a lot of. And I'm I not was, saying that
1: I he's over.
0: I was over. Yeah, was over-hyping but yeah he was. I training was training camp. Yeah, way over hyping right. Anthony Brown. He had a great I, camp. I felt like I'm like this guy's going to get four interceptions. Mm-hmm. He's going to lead the team. Right, he's right. going to make a lot of tackles. He's going to knock down a lot of balls. Well, you pro bowling him? I pro bowled him. <laughs> 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 but I pro bowled uh, Doris yeah. Armstrong too, and he, he's hey, that's always cool. been hey, my guy coming out of there. Kansas. Yeah, yeah.
2: I yeah. think I think the last coaching staff knew what to do with this kid and didn't allow it, to happen.
0: but didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't knew it. They it knew down. what they had, but yeah. they couldn't get it done. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> uh, offensive player of the year, Nate.
1: Anybody come to not,
2: come to mind there? Zeke and Tony Pollard, ooh, the run game duo. Okay, yeah, Zeke and Tony Pollard. Look, he's doing one of my things yeah. with his tight end, <laughs> <putting laughs> them both together,
1: yeah. tying them
0: together. Yeah. If, okay, yeah. so and you if get Henry. Zeke
2: versus uh, Zeke plus <laughs> Pollard equals
1: Henry. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about it, he's not wrong. Twenty-seven. You know, they had a game the other day. I keep using these numbers. Twenty-seven carries, one hundred forty-two yards. You know, five point two yards on average. Mm-hmm. You know, when you give one back, you know, fifteen carries, and the other twelve it's less wear and tear on if you give one guy 27 carries and and let him go be. Now, there are people that will argue with you, namely the guys I work with from 2 to 7 on 105.3 The Fan. They'll say, well, yeah, no, no, give Pollard all the carries. Give Pollard all the carries. And so yesterday I went on a rant. I'm like, yeah, give him 33 carries. Give him 30 carries. (laughs) That's the kind of number Zeke's had. Zeke's had career days where it's 33 carries, 30 carries, 28 carries, 27 carries. I'm like, yeah. Load him up. Let's go. You know, let's go. You know, and I'm really kind of trolling my guys. But that's
2: They must have Pollard in fantasy football.
1: That's no,
0: no, no, no. It's it's the eye test. Yeah. It's the eye test. It really, really is.
2: It's, it's the eye test and the bank test. Mm. mm. You say twelve million. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's the eye test oh, is he really worth twelve? No, <laughs> he may be, he may be not worth twelve. But together they're worth twelve. Let me
0: ask you this. Did you when you guys started Owen two that one year when Emmett was holding out? Do you think Emmett was worth every penny they paid him? Oh, it's
2: yes, yes, he was.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes, he was. I just want to make sure that we're on the yeah, same page me. here. Yeah. He, he that takes team start 30 off, carries, okay? i would never seen a team start off 0 2 and everybody kind of <laughs> look at you, you're like, Jerry. Get Emmett back in here. Yeah, get him back in here.
2: Nobody was speaking, to Mr. Jones. Then <laughs> the owner of the team. Everybody was just looking at Mr. He Jones. Just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. The You he knew he had old Fat Nate though. Hey! <laughs> Bacon sandwich. <laughs> Bacon sandwich. <laughs> uh, but,
1: uh,
0: offensive player, Brian. What you think? I think I, I think Nate is completely on to something here with the with the running back situation. I mean, that to me has been. I think that's been fabulous that they've been able to. And what I've learned though is if you look at all the top rushing teams in the league, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most of them do have a running quarterback, but a lot of them have bad offensive lines. Yes. And so what happens is teams that run the ball with a bad offensive line usually can't protect worth a damn. Mm -hmm. This team kind of figured out how to run the football, learning how to play pass, how to pass block, too, is what they've done. So I think they've gotten better as they've you know as they've gone along here, but uh, I will I will say the running backs, but I also kick a vote to the to the offensive line because I think they've gotten better since week one.
1: I was going to do Zach Martin. That was going to be yeah. my name. Yeah, just because he's he's always been he's the super most consistent. steady guy. Yeah. on your team, no doubt about it. You know that mm. when push comes to shove, Zach Martin's going to be the one shoving,
2: and he's getting better. Because he was, he, he had some games where he, he just was, wasn't Zach. He wasn't Zach. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like ooh, oh that's Zach. Oh. It's I a mean, different offensive line around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, when I you know. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. You, when you got to pull, when you're the anchor and you got to pull up a ship, it, it can't be difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even even Hercules yeah. can struggle a little that's bit right. whenever he's getting that that anchor yeah. off the off the ground. Yeah. All right, uh, offense or I mean
0: defensive player of the year. Anybody come to mind? It's got to be Parsons, right? Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> you, if you if you think about some of the things that they've been able to do, they've survived. Like, we all kind of thought that Curse was going to be mm-hmm. Curse. God bless him, man. The poor guy comes off the field every third play. Yep. He, if anybody needed a bye week more than Curse, I don't, Thank you. I don't know who it was. But, you know, they had guys step in. Donovan Wilson stepped in for Curse. They've had linebackers that have had to step in a little bit and make some plays. But, yeah, Parsons by far for what he's done. I think Tank Lawrence has actually played pretty well great. for you too. Yeah. You when know, and you, and you ask me, like, who's the best Cowboy – who's the best – who's the most complete Cowboy defensive lineman? It's Tank. Mm-hmm. Rush the passer, get after the run. You know, that's what, that's what you want. You, you'd love for Armstrong and Fowler – and all those guys. They're recipients of those two guys, and mainly
2: the, yeah. the freak that's out there. They're yeah. recipients of that. Yeah. You know.
0: That one-two punch. Diggs has tank. been damn good, too. He has been. I mean, I know the run the run support stuff is not his big cup of tea. <laughs> but, man, he, he, he when he covers, he covers. Yeah. Hey, uh, what, what are what you
2: say? laughing at, Nate? I saw, Dig, I saw Diggs one. a couple
0: of games ago. Yeah.
2: A guy was sweeping out yeah. at him, and he, he took the running back. Yeah. He like – yeah. I don't know how he did it. It's like, I'm going to get you down, but yeah. I don't want you to touch me. So he kind of like, yeah. like a matter to yeah. matter into the well, ground. Was that against
0: Detroit? Yeah. Well, yeah Detroit, so they were yeah. running the outside. Four, the, the fourth and one, if you, you, we all watched y'all 22, right. he, he had a chance to knife in there and make the play. They played yep. the run really well against and the ball, went towards Anthony Brown, and he was yeah. able to get the guy on the ground on that toss sweep. And that's a shame. I mean, you get a great defensive call, and the guy <laughs> I'm talking great about kind of goes, "Oh, ah, uh, maybe not. Yeah, It's a I business like, decision. Yeah, I well, don't know.
2: But, you know, man, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. I, you know, I'm all about this D, and I get mad when anything don't work their way, man. Yeah. You know, so I, I love the whole D,
0: man. They come up with some big plays. Yeah. I mean, back-to-back. Back. I've seen a lot of NFL games in my life. I've never seen two better plays than in Detroit when oh, Parsons made that tackle on the goal line right. and and then Tank knife through there right. and knocked the ball loose. Right. I have wow. I have never seen. I've seen a lot of impactful plays, but back to back like that, it
2: changed the way that coach thought. Yeah, I wouldn't have never stopped running. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But they, it changed the way coach co- coach like uh uh-uh. uh yeah. We threw running, yeah. just throw it, and he uh-huh. gave the game away yeah. right then. Yeah. That Micah Parsons stop
1: getting down right at the goal line. And, and able to pull him down from behind, the amount of space that he made up there—it's by far my favorite Micah Parsons play he's ever had, and he's had a lot of them. He's it's, had a lot of great. It, plays. Oh no,
0: you watch him—it's every week. He makes one of those plays where you're like going, "He can't get there." Oh my God, he got there! <laughs> and, and you know the thing about when you watch the like you watch the end zone copy—he's yep. running past other defenders mm-hmm. to That's get to, to, say to win. it. Yeah. I mean yeah. like and, and guys are hustling. <laughs> yeah, they just, but he's just uh, wow. blowing past everybody on the way. Yeah. This but, is the first time
2: that we've had a defensive player in a lot of years mm-hmm. make plays when they count the most. Third down, fourth down, it don't matter. He makes the plays when we need it. That's a superstar. Other guys are just great players. That's a great way to end that
1: segment. When we come back, I want to do Rookie of the Year and then give our expectations to the second half of the season. More Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee right after this.
3: Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. this Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. That it's a token. Done something that deserves a Dr.
2: Back to Talkin' Cowboys. The
1: new era Emmitt Smith headwear collection is here. Choose from six different styles and get your favorite exclusively at your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop. Or you could go online and shop at dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. So, some new hats to go look at
2: with big old Emmett Smith. When's the Nate Newton collection coming out? Is that coming out soon? Uh, man, just go to your you know, uh, local store, do a Wheel Walmart supporter. <laughs> go to your local store. <laughs> and like DL, you said, just buy a big old blanket and wrap it around you. <laughs>
1: That's the Nate Newton collection. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You should yeah. see
2: Nate in his,
1: his extra polo that he brings to wear whenever we're in studio. <laughs> Watching yeah. the game. Did, did he
0: used to do that? that oh, no, he never no. wore a stress shirt. He I mean, never wore a stress shirt in the game yeah. because <laughs> I didn't want
1: to
2: waste food on it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's see now he's gotten smart. He keeps the dress shirt on, right. but then he brings a polo and he puts it's it over a, the top of it. Yeah. yeah, so he's got his dress on, a dress shirt on underneath, he, and then yeah. he's got a he, he would
0: leave his tie. He would never. He would. He'd have to do his tie. He'd put <laughs> right. it on at the yeah. He had his jacket and his tie. Yeah. Right, and then he, but he wouldn't wear his dress shirt. He would be yeah. sitting there just like in the polo, and then he would change before we'd go on. Yep. And here's you know, Lindsay Draper back in the day. She was just immaculate. Yes, you know? yes, she, yes. she would never get food on her. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, was just, uh, she was always so, you know, and me and Nate were just red beans and rice that no were like doubt. on our slacks and <laughs>
1: all
2: that stuff. Oh, like my that. gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. good
1: times, good yeah. times. But, uh, but yeah, we'll have some fun coming up next week. So before we get into our final quick segment, give me 30 seconds or less why somebody who watches Talking Cowboys and listens to Talking Cowboys should also check out the break.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, though the thing about it is, there's really good conversation. I think Derek does a great job of of getting everybody involved. I think that's the great thing about a host mm-hmm. is that you you know get different opinions involved, and I think Amber Garcia has grown so much. Yes, she has. Nick and I have fought a lot on <laughs> things, you know, and Nick's always you know Nick can be stubborn in a good way, and so yeah, I think that's the thing about it is varying opinions. Some stubbornness, you know, and then some other fresh ideas. I think are, are really, really good about the show. It is a great show. That's why I came back? No doubt. Yeah,
1: and it's a, a long running show too. It's got a great
2: following. A lot of people that watch it. Nate, what about hanging with the boys? We we quirky, man. We we <laughs> off the charts. We give you good information, but you get, but we'll, we'll 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 veer off, man, and uh. I'm that guy that'll veer off, and Kurt is our statistician, <laughs> yeah. Kurt, and he gives us all our stats and updates, and Jerry's supposed, I mean, excuse me, Jesse, mm. without an eye is that serious guy. I'm going to start breaking in on him a lot. You yeah? Know, yeah, because you, you want be, yeah, to be that serious guy, and I'm going to give him some tape, like, hey, <laughs> you're supposed to not talk so much, and let me do the talking, but it ain't going to work, but we got a good show, we off the charts, we have fun, but we give you a lot of information.
1: Plenty of time to catch yeah. up on both of those shows throughout the bye week. You can listen back to some of their old ones. And, and then whenever Monday comes around, listen to the break. Listen yeah. to the Hanging with the Boys. And, of course, stick here on Talking Cowboys as well. But i got one more superlative I want to get to, and that's mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. you got a, a a number of names that have made impact. You talk about Tyler Smith yeah. and Sam Williams and uh, Deron Bland, who's come in and Boy, played like De'Ron well. Deron
0: Bland's a hell of a football player. He is the Ron Bland level. went to school at Fresno, he should have been playing at UCLA or USC. Yep. You know? Uh, maybe some didn't help him that along that way, but they missed him out there on that West Coast. No doubt. That kid's a football player. Uh Tyler Smith. Yeah. We we there was so much unknown about I mean, I I'd seen him in Tulsa. I'd seen him play left tackle. I was half like thinking, man, he's gonna be fine. Don't worry about him. He he's been more than fine. To the point where when Tyron Smith comes back I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. I really am. But Tyler Smith has gone in there and done a great job of of playing a very difficult position in the National Football League and not being a liability out there. Mm-hmm. You have Smith. a valuable
2: asset in Tyron, in Tyron Smith. Yeah. You have a valuable asset. He can play two or three positions. And you You're already going to move him, huh? Yeah. yeah. I ain't getting <laughs> rid of my rookie. Yeah. No, you you're yeah. you're keeping him there. Yeah, I'm not playing them. You have no you, always had that. You always
1: yeah. like
0: the consistency. Well, see he right. just told you about he just told you about Steel. He hated the fact that they were playing Move steel them. at left and right, left and right, left and right. And just keep him at one spot. So, see your
2: first five guys, you don't play that game. Yeah. Your first six guys, you don't play that game.
0: Yeah.
2: Now you the seventh and eighth guy, they got to be do all this, but the first five you don't play that game. But anyway, my rookie of the year Is that kid that never got a chance? Bland is his name. Yeah, yeah. That's my rookie of the year. I thought this guy would be starting, coming out of training camp because he was so good. Oh, I I, I really did. I'm like, and he's gonna prove me right. He's gonna shine at that slot
0: position. He's gonna shine, man. You know what's funny about Bland? I think you. I think he's shown you could play him at slot. Yes. But you could also play him on the outside. And yes. I don't know if you could do that with Jordan Lewis. I yeah. think Jordan Lewis is just kind of a slot He's player. a slot guy. That's yeah. it. And, and, and Love no, nothing wrong do, with he's that. A nothing wrong with that. But right. I think the, you could play bland at both spots, and I think you'd be fine.
1: Well, think about it this way. If the Jordan Lewis injury happens the way that it did, and, and that's unfortunate because Jordan Lewis has been playing he's well. Playing he's well. been doing a good job. But if that injury happens – Are you thinking of this cornerback situation a completely different way? I think I would be. Because then instead you're talking about moving Anthony Brown inside. You're putting Kelvin Joseph on the outside. Mm -mm. You're playing Nashawn Wright on the outside. Mm -mm. You're doing so many different things. But now you're just like, okay, here you go, Deron Bland. Have fun. Get after it. And it hasn't affected you yet. I
0: wish wish Jordan – I wish that Kelvin Joseph was Deron Bland. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. (laughs) If you flip
0: those two – Yeah, I wish that – I wish that we'd be talking a Kelvin Joseph like we're talking about Deron Bland right now. No doubt. You know. That's that's the, that's the thing I'm kind of disappointed in. The question was when he got drafted, everybody said
2: is he sincere about football? Mm-hmm. And until this bad off season, he was not sincere about football. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Kelvin Joseph specifically, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, expectations for the back half of the season. What are you looking forward to, to seeing here over these next couple of weeks? Of course, the Cowboys return. They'll play the Green Bay Packers. Brian's Got three Palmer tough team. games. Yeah. Got three tough games. Then in you're the, on the well, road against Green, Minnesota. Minnesota's
0: won five straight at home, by yeah. the way. See, I think Minnesota's playing a lot better. We'll see what they're doing defensively, though. But their offense is tough to deal with with the running game. Kirk Cousins, though, in those, those – Shine the light games tends to kind of fall apart a little bit when he's on that stage. <laughs> um, I think Green Bay is a wounded, wounded team right now. Yeah, And if they get a victory against a, to- a Cowboy team coming off a bye that's 6-2 and two that everybody's talking about right now, that could turn their season around. And I'm not just saying that because I used to work for the Packers. I worked for the Packers, guys, a long, long time ago, probably before a lot of you were even born that are listening to me right now. But I'm just saying, though, I always subscribe to the desperate team theory. And Green Bay has they've got a game against Detroit this weekend. Find a way to win that one and then they turn around and beat the Cowboys. Now their season's starting to come back. That's that's got me a little bit nervous about them. It's a desperation, back against the wall sort of feeling. At desperate team theory, it's like like I say, they they Aaron Rodgers, his demeanor is getting worse and worse after every loss. Yep. And you know, they go out and lose to Detroit this weekend. Then they're done, and the Packers might be done right now. But if they if they want to get back into this playoff picture, you know, and get the last spot in the tournament, they're going to have to start winning some games. That's going to be a tough game for the Cowboys to go to Lambeau Field. Nate, oh, you just talking about Lambeau itself? No,
2: just in general. La- they got last one, half. two. They got one, two, three, four, five, five. Road games?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. second gonna, half, yeah. We're
2: going to find out do you want to play for your defense. Yeah. Because what you have to take on the road, especially against these uh, teams that got good defenses and good run games, you got to take on the road your run game, your special teams got to be tight, yeah. and your defense got to be right. Yeah. So we're going to find out about this team. We're going to find out who really wants to play football because you're on the road. so. But I still got the Cowboys easily winning by one about nine of these games.
1: Yeah, uh yeah.
2: He's got <laughs> He's easily, got fifteen and or... two easily by one.
1: <laughs> easily by Hey, last couple of weeks he's predicted him to win by three. So yeah. I mean those are blowout numbers for, yeah. for <laughs> a Nate. A
0: three-point win is a blowout for Nate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it here for us on Talking Cowboys. Hope you had some fun with us this week. We'll be back on Monday to break it all down for you and get you ready for week number two end of the NFL season the Cowboys on the road to take on the Green Bay Packers Brian Nate it's been Thank an absolute you. great blast. job man appreciate this has been you. so much fun glad to have you guys along the ride sure. good luck on the break Thank Good you. luck look on uh hanging with the boys for Chris Bean Nate Newton Brian brought I'm Kyle Yeomans we'll see you next time with more Talking Cowboys
2: this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football club how
0: about this Cowboys yeah